Welcome to the podcast of Harvest Church. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to know more about our ministry, you can find us on social media or visit us at harvestak.com. We pray that the message would encourage you and challenge you to grow in your faith with Jesus Christ. Enjoy the message. For me and for Levi, we're just so grateful for the opportunity to be here. I just, uh, I was, you know, you just, um, the only word I can say is welcome. That's the word that really comes to mind. You know, I mean, I just, I feel welcomed. And so, um, and so when you feel welcomed, it takes away anxiety. It takes away concern. It takes away worry. And it allows you to minister freely by what God is, wants to say through you. You know what I mean? And, and, all, and all week long, since Friday and Saturday and then today, our main thrust has just been, um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is that man. So is his life. We, we've talked about it in different ways and different um, venue, different ideas and stuff. But the, mo- the most important thing is what you think. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. This, this is the truth. The truth is all that matters is what God thinks. And so, and so, and so listen, that doesn't mean I don't love everybody. It just means that if I want to know what I need to know, I'm going to go to God because he's going he, to he's talk to me and tell me exactly the way he sees the thing. You know, everybody out there wants to tell you how you should be, right? Everybody out there wants to tell you what you should do. And uh, the Bible says this. It says that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, that you're an individual. We don't all look alike, thank goodness. Right? It would be bad if you were just all cloned, wouldn't it? See, the original thing that God made you into is so important to the body of Christ and to the world. The challenge in life is not to be like somebody else. Everybody wants you to be like somebody else. It's all over TV, isn't it? If you, they want you to be, if you want to be a basketball player, be like this basketball player. If you want to, if you want to be a businessman, be like this businessman. If you, if you want to do this, do this. Be, be like me. Just be like me. And Jesus said that he fearfully and wonderfully made you. Yes, praise God. Right? Gave you exactly what you needed. He even goes further. In Jeremiah, he says that when you were in your mother's womb, in the beginning, he called you what he wanted you to be. And so there is a fight that goes on in life with, with you becoming what God wants you to be and not become what the world says they want you to be. Right? But, but it's got the, here's the reason we have to be originals and not clones. I'm telling you. It'll do no good to be a clone of somebody else. Right? Because God has deposited in each and every one of you things that the body of Christ needs. So if you're saying the same thing that everyone else is saying, doing the same thing everyone else does, acts the same way, the same way everybody acts, we're missing out on part of what God planned on the earth and in the earth. That, that's what we're missing. And so, and so I remember as a, as a young minister, I remember that I wanted to be a very successful minister. I wanted to do good. Who doesn't want to be? You want to be good at what you do, right? And so, and so I remember um, uh, I went to Ramah just like David did. Incredible teaching school. I, I was privileged to be there for two years to go to Central Bible College, the Assembly of God School before that. And uh, when I came out of there, 
my mind was set that I wanted to be a minister, but I spent a great deal of time trying to be like somebody else. Yeah. I spent a great deal of time trying to, to meet someone else's standard, <laughs> to be like somebody else, instead of being who it was that God created me to be, who he wanted me to be, what he wanted me to say, what he wanted me to act like, what he wanted me to share, right? I mean, it's just so important to be who God has made you to be. I mean, you need to think this way because, because God has set up a, a plan for you in your life for you to be at a certain interse- get to certain intersects, certain places where he needs what he's put inside of you, what he's deposited in you. And so if you're not like that and you try to be something you're not, people are going to miss out on who God wants you to be in their life. Do you, does that make sense to you today? Does that make sense? And so... And so I can't be what somebody else is. And I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Because who God makes you to be, you can flow in that. You can flow in your life. Do you know what I mean? If I get up there behind that thing with you and try to do that, because I thought that was what I was supposed to do, I'd make a mess of things. You know? My wife was a tremendous praise and worship leader, tremendous singer, got a tremendous gift. Now, she completes me, but I can't do her job, right? I can't do her job. Um, But I sure can do what God's called me to do. So, Mark, what are you talking about today? Because God wants me to do what I do today. He wants me to be who I'm supposed to be today. Now, my whole life has been spent. I'm in the Word all the time. But But God has called me to be the kind of person that flows with Him. And when there are things needed in the body, he tends to speak to me. And I tend to obey him, to follow him, to listen to him. Because I, because I tend to want good results. And left on my own, that's just not going to happen, right? It's not going to happen. And so this morning, I just, I, I, was, I was thinking, I, actually, let me just go back just a little bit. I, um, God doesn't tell you everything sometimes, you know, when he talks to you, when he speaks to your heart. But uh, we were flying here uh, on the plane, um, and uh, so when I was on that plane, God began to speak to me. And, and, he, and as he spoke, began to speak to me, he began to show me something. And, um, and he actually, he's done this a number of times in my life, but he showed me a face of a person. I, I, didn't, really know what that, I didn't really know what that meant. I didn't know what it was all involved with. I had no idea, to be honest with you. Um, and he didn't share with me what, the, what it was, but he showed me the face, and I knew, okay, so I'm going to see that face. And what does that mean to me? And so um, God's got control of this service, let me tell you right now, okay? Okay. And, and, and he's in control because you're in here today. Because <laughs> you're in here. And because you've got a plan today for this little section of time to change our life today, Right? And so I'm going to do my best to speak for just a few minutes and then allow God to do his thing through me, to minister to you, okay? So I want to read a a couple of scriptures to you. Uh, The thing the Lord spoke to me about this morning was in Psalms 103. Psalms 103, and I'm going to read it out of the the Amplified, and then I'm going to read it again also out of the the, uh, Message Bible this morning. 
to lay the groundwork for what God wants to do. Psalms 103 says this. Blessed, affectionately grateful, and praise the Lord, O my soul, and all, his deep, all the deepest within me, bless his holy name. Bless, affectionately, gratefully, and praise the Lord, O my soul. And here's what the Lord said to me today. And forget not. Forget not what? All his benefits. What you talk about a benefit plan. <laughs> you talk about one that's already, and listen, is already paid for. Wow, right? I'm telling you, you, you know, you don't have to hope you're going to get it. You don't have to pull any, any dollars out so that you can get your benefit, you know, get your medical insurance taken care of. No, with God, it's prepaid, baby. <laughs> this is a prepaid plan. Yeah. And, his, and his plan is not only, and it's not only good, <laughs> but it covers everything in your life. So here's the, here's the truth today. If you're in here today and you're breathing air, you're going to get ministered to today. Because, because we're going to come across something in this scripture that's going to locate you where you're at. And he's going to tell us something about what his benefits are. And he wouldn't be a very good doctor, if he is, if we couldn't take, go to him to give from him what we need because of the plan. Right? And so, and so we've got to, we can't forget the things he did. Now, now listen, human beings are forgetful. Very forgetful. I want to read a scripture to you. We're going to come back here. It's in 1 Samuel chapter 8, 7. We'll come back to that scripture in just a second. In, in, this, in this chapter, Samuel's the prophet. And the Israelites are fighting against what? They're fighting against um, the Philistines. Right? And here's what it says in verse number 13. I just want to get to what happened. They came, they fought, here's what happened. So the Philistines were subdued and came no more into Israel territory. <laughs> they might have been scared. And the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the day of Samuel. Now let me tell you a little secret. Samuel was still living when the Philistines came again. Somebody forgot the God that they served. Forget not. Don't forget. All those men of great valor and war who, who fought the battle against Goliath were fighting against them. None of them, not one of them, turned to the other one and said, don't forget God. Don't forget what Samuel did for God. There's something about this that's really real to me. So over in Psalm 78.42, it says this. They remembered not, seriously, the miracle of the working of his hand, not the day, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. Forget not. We can't forget that the same God who did something in our life before is here to do it again. We can't forget the fact that he's faithful each and every day in each and every situation, 
in each and every circumstance. We can't forget that. So let's take a real quick look before we begin to do what God wants to do in, in, uh, Psalm, in that, that scripture, Psalm 103, eight, uh, again here. O oh, my soul, bless God from head to toe. I bless his holy name. O oh, my soul, bless God. Don't forget a single blessing. He forgives your sins. Everyone. There's a benefit. There's a big, there's a huge benefit. There's a benefit that you can't even, you don't have to do anything else. He's already forgiven every one of them. They're, it's all done. It's a done deal. God's already done it. And isn't it interesting? He starts out with that one because he's about to tell you everything else. He wants you to know you are really qualified for what he's about to say. You're qualified because he already took care of that. So here's what it says. He heals your diseases. Huh. Every one. Every one. See, I, I don't even need to know what the disease is. God already knows what the disease is. He already made a plan for you to be well, for me to be well. Every one. Anything. It's already taken care of. Forget not. Don't forget this. Don't forget that he's the healer. Don't forget that that's who he is. Don't forget that's how, what his makeup is. That's what he lives to do. Don't you know God lives to fulfill his word in your life? Don't you know that's what he, he, he gets up every morning, rolls out of, looks at you and me, and he goes, I want to do something for you today. What do you need this morning? What have you got to have today? What is it you need to receive today? We've already seen that we're, we're qualified. We've already seen that healing was in there. What else is in there? He redeems you from hell and saves your life. He crowns you with love and mercy, a paradise crown. He wraps you in goodness, beauty eternal. He re this is a really good one. I like this one. He renews your youth. You're always young in his presence. So if you're, so listen, so if you're feeling a little old today, <laughs> feeling a little age on you today, if you've been up all night with that baby a couple, three times, you know, just go get, thank the Lord, no, she said, go, go get where? Into the presence of God. Go get in his presence. And what will happen, what will happen is all of a sudden you'll find yourself renewed strength. I mean, I mean, it goes further than that because in Isaiah 40, it says this. We're going to use some scripture here, it looks like. Praise the Lord. Have you, not knowing, 28, have you heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint or grow weary? There is no searching of his understanding. Listen, God doesn't get tired of doing what he does. He doesn't battle fatigue like you or I. He's not tired of sleeping like some of us are right now. He's just not like that. He doesn't grow weary. But he goes on here to say this. It says, uh, it says have you not known and have you not heard the everlasting of the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, I, I read it again, does not faint or grow weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and the weary. Power. I'm in line for some power this morning. Yes. I need some power in my life today. Yes. 
What's happened in this earth right now is there's a power outage. That's the honest to goodness truth. There's a power outage in this earth. The power plant is God himself. And it's found in his presence. And we've been in shortage because people, are, you know, let's, I'll tell you what. If power went out in here, we'd call right up. And we'd get power restored, wouldn't we? I mean, whatever it took. If you're at home with three or four kids and you've got no food, no TV, no air conditioning in the middle of summer or no heat in winter, you're going to make sure that somebody reconnects you to the power source. Right? And so the main thing to remember here is forget not that he's your power source. Don't you dare forget that the source that you need is him and him alone. And that he doesn't get tired of it. He's got plenty of it. And don't you know he's willing to give it to you and to me? Yes. Right? Yes. And the power, where he's at is everything he is. Amen. You know what? If you and I were to get close to each other and hug and rub and do all the stuff, whatever I smell like, you're going to smell like. <laughs> it's, it's just the way it is. Why, I, you know, I, I came across this girl, and she hugged me, and I smelled like a girl all day long. I mean, perfume, right? Because that's who she is. You know, where does that smell come from? I'm telling you right now that God's the same way. When you come in contact with him like this to, to get your power or your battery recharged, I'll guarantee you, you'll begin to sound like Jesus, You'll begin to talk like him. All of a sudden, wherever you've forgotten something, your memory is refreshed. I mean, it's just like pushing that refresh button on the computer. Boom. All of a sudden, you remember, wait a minute. Just a second. Hold on. God's still my healer. Hold on. God's still my provider. Hold on. God's still my restorer. Hold on just a minute. You, God cares about if I go to school or don't go to school. God cares about the guy I'm going to marry, the guy I'm not going to marry. God cares about everything in my life. Hold on. Because when you hook up with him, everything that's in him flows through you. I mean, it flows into you. And it restores you. and causes you to begin to, to reach out. Now listen, we all forget. Do we all forget? Yeah. Let me tell you, I know in October of 2016, I was certain my life was over. Certain. I had a donut shop. I bought a pizza place. This'll, this'll, I'm telling you, I learned a big lesson here. My brother and I did this. I wanted to help my brother. We wanted to see if we could bring it back around. And it just went belly up, baby. It went belly up. And so you know how it tells you the Bible that money, and just, it's like a vapor? Yeah. Now, let me tell you, buddy, it's true. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, it's just like somebody came in and went, and everything I had was, was either spoken for or gone. Now listen, I, I want to show you the power of not forgetting. <laughs> I'm human as you are. I'm a minister, but I'm as human as you are. I thought, my, I'm, honestly, I thought my life was over. I went as far as, this is the truth, because it was just devastating to me. Instead of running to God, I just tried to start thinking, how am I going to get out of this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Put my own mind to things. No, I didn't go to the power source. Instead, I went to, I went to my source, which is me, which is no good. I run out of power. I'll run out of it. And so I, and so I, and so I, huh, that happened, and I, and so I just, 
I isolated myself. I pulled myself back in. Pulled myself back in. To make the long story short, I began to uh, lose vast amount of weight. I mean, I lost, I lost about 40 pounds in probably four or five weeks. I remember going to church, finally going to church and after six or seven weeks, and someone said, what, what, what diet plan are you on? <laughs> and I thought, uh, not one you want to be on. I, I can guarantee you that. You don't want to be on this diet plan right here. I mean, he, he just didn't know, right? Yeah. My whole point is that as grounded as I was in the Word, a minister of the gospel, that thing came at me and it blindsided me. And so I made a mistake. I isolated myself. Boy, it, you can't forget to not isolate yourself. You need to, you need to surround yourself with people of faith. Amen. When you're in the middle of something, you've got to have, you've got to have strength. You've got to have somebody who believes better, stronger than you. Do you know what I mean? Because you're in the middle of it and you can't even hold yourself up. I laid in my bed for three solid weeks and never, ne if you'd have told me I would lay in my bed for three weeks and never turn a page in my Bible, I would never have believed it. It laid on that. I didn't want to. I didn't have energy to do that. I didn't have the power in me to do it. But here's the good thing. God saw that and my wife, was, my, what, a, what a savior she was to me. God used her. Every morning, you know what she did? She, let, she wouldn't let me forget who God was. She wouldn't let me forget. It was bad, and I'm not telling you she was happy because she wasn't happy. <laughs> My wife was not happy at all. I went through many days of unhappiness talking about what had happened. But here's the whole deal. I get up every morning. I come downstairs. It was amazing. And either on the table or on the dryer or whatever it was, there's a little sheet of paper. And there's a little note there. And every day, for literally three months, she wrote something out that God spoke to her. Oh, there's no power in God. No, I'm telling you, he's the power source. I can remember the first morning walking down stairs. I mean, I could barely even get downstairs. I'm just telling you the truth. Walking downstairs, and, and she was gone to work, and I own the donut shop still. I'm not going to work, though. No, there's no way I can't even survive. I pick up that paper, and it's a scripture and a thought. And I'm telling you, it was like God himself had handwritten that to me. Because whatever was on that paper, every, and this is the truth, every day for three months, it was exactly what I needed to do, have, to get back up on my feet so that I could go forward. It took me out of where I was at. Now listen, I'm going to tell you how bad it was. I'm just, I just want to be clear with you because you know, this is the truth. I mean, I had loaded my truck up with everything that I had. I had gone to my, I had gone to my money man and I told him, listen, you take care of you get this money here, this money here, this money there. I'm, I'm, and I decided I was just going to go drive my truck somewhere and live under a tree. I think I was, I think I didn't have any power. <laughs> I think that I was one of those guys who was right here. He gives power to the faint and the weary. And then it says, and to them who have no might. I, I had nothing left in me. Zero. And that day when I was going to drive up the road and go ahead and leave and probably ruin my life, 
I rode by a church sign. I hate church signs. I, I don't like them. I just don't like them. I don't like when they write stuff. I just don't like that stuff. I never have liked it. It might be because I had to do them every week for like 12 years. I don't know, 13 years. I don't like them. And so, so I'm driving out of town. And on that sign, I look up at that sign, and it says, in the darkness, remember what I taught you in the light. Now listen to me. That's a word for somebody in here today. In the darkness, remember what he taught you in the light. Remember what he taught you in the word. The first thing I knew is if somebody's sick, if somebody's well, they're off on their feet going to work. So brother, I drove right home, got on my clothes, and I went to the donut shop. And it was the beginning. But what a power outage in my life. I had forgot that he was my healer. I had forgot that he could provide for me even if it was a horrible situation that I created myself. Man, God's incredible, isn't he? he he's greater than my greatest failure. He, he doesn't, it doesn't matter to him. He, he, all he wants me to do is recognize that he's the one that can bring me through. I'm sitting here waiting right now to bring you through. Let me do it. And so you get into this place, and, and so I got out of it. Now, here's the end of, the, the end of that story real quick before I'm through. Now it's, it's, two, it's 2020 now, but back in 2018, actually this last month, two or three months ago, I made the last payment on all that debt, and it is gone. You don't need to know how much it is, but let me tell you, it was more than you want to think about. More than you want to think about. And, and so you know what that did for me, don't you? It, it taught me not to forget. And I'm telling you, there's a power outage in this world right now because people have forgotten. Levi talks about it this morning a little bit, a little bit. They've gotten weary. They've gotten tired. They've gotten overwhelmed. But you know, whatever dog you feed gets the, gets, gets the fattest, right? Yeah. True. So I'm, I'm telling you, something we need to do is we need to take this right here and toss it aside for about 30 days. Uh-huh. I mean it. Shut it right stinking down. For 30 days. You can't, can you do that? Can you, can you take 30 days off from this and get 30 days of spending a few minutes with God? I dare you to give God one-tenth of what you spend on that. Me included. Because he wants to do what? What this scripture says. He, he, is, he gives power to the faint and, and weary. And to him who has no might, he increases strength, causing, listen, listen to this, causing it to multiply, the Amplified says, and making it to abound. Not just enough, but more than enough. More than enough strength. More than you need. More than you've got to have today. Whatever it is, there's more. There's more. I'm telling you, God's saying this morning, there's more. <laughs> Do you get this this morning? There's more. He said, even you, see, even these young guys like Mike, they even get tired. Michael couldn't even get tired. It, say, it says they do. 
And it says, and select a young man, that'll be Michael, <laughs> shall fe- feebly stumble and even fall from exhaustion. Young guys. They'll never, if I could have their energy, man, I, no, but even they, without the connection to the power source, will become weak enough to fall and to, to be just decimated. They need this power source. It says here, but those, now we're going to find out how not to forget because this is how we don't forget. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect and look for and hope in him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall be, be theirs in the wings and mount up close to God as eagles. Mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become <laughs> tired. That's not my promise. That's his promise. There's actually a place that we can go. We can't forget our way there. We've got to find our way there. We've got to spend our time there. And I'm telling you that that's where the power is at. It's in the presence of God. You see a man of God moving in the power of God. You see God moving through a man. You see God healing people. It's because someone spent some time near the power source. Because if I stuck my hand in that outlet and that electricity hit me and you grabbed me, you're going to feel it, aren't you? Same thing's going to happen. People are depending on you and I as believers to be the source of power during this dark time. They're depending on us. They're depending on you, and they're depending on me to do this. The Bible says that God's word, God's word has been tried and tested, that it works. It doesn't fail. It doesn't fail. Amen. I said it doesn't fail. Right. It never fails. I may fail, but it never fails. I might choose wrong, but it never fails. It's still there. It's still active. 1 Kings 8.56 says this. Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he promised. Not one word has failed of all his good promises which he promised through Moses his servant. Not one word that he spoke through his servant Moses didn't come to pass. Everything he said came to pass. Oh, that can't be right. It is. It's what it says. And so all I've got to do is believe that that's so. That when that man of God or that other fellow believer comes with me and we join and we pray about something, then guess what? That that word is going to come to pass. And I need to remind myself over and over again of the fact that he will take care of me even if I'm at a position and a place where I have no energy or no strength. I can't hold myself up. Who's been there before? Yeah, where, where you really feel that way. You know what I mean? You've got nothing left to give. You're out. There's no power. God, God's the power source. He is the power source. He's our source of power.
as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you think in your heart and think in your mind, if, you get, if, if, that, get, if that gets in you, then you will, autom- you will make your way to God. And if you can't do it on your own, God will send someone along to you to help you. I believe that because he did that with my wife. I had to do it by myself for quite a long time. And then when I got to that place, I needed someone else in my life. The first step to, the, to receiving anything from God is honesty. You've got to be willing to say, okay, this is me. This is where I'm at today. This is my situation. I, I know that this is me. And Because um, God has some things he wants to do today. Amen. He, he, he wants to meet some people today. And uh, he wants to bring, push some power back into your life to cause you to be successful and succeed, okay? Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, and share it out across social media. If you'd like to know more about Harvest Church, you can visit us at harvestak.com. Thanks again for joining us. God bless.